Welcome to What Do You Need to Know About God in Today's World? Today, we will discuss what you need to know about God and immigration, because regardless of what the mainstream media may or may not be telling you, there is a serious crisis on our border and what is happening is not normal. Now, though our country is based on legal immigration, yet for decades, our politicians have engaged in illegal immigration including the crisis that is happening on our borders right now, as our current administration's open border policies permit hundreds of thousands of people to enter the country illegally. So today, we want to discuss this issue of immigration and highlight God's view of immigration and borders as well. Now, America is predicated on the practice of legal immigration and not illegal immigration, so we need to inquire why are our politicians creating policies that make illegal immigration easy? Well, Democrats permit it for votes, and Republicans generally permit it as a source of cheap labor. So both parties have allowed this problem to get out of control. And while most Republicans have now begun to advocate for legal immigration, Democrats continue to pursue the illegal immigration route even now relaxing all regulations to curtail it and completely opening up the border to allow whosoever will to enter our country. Thus now we are at a crossroads with the broken immigration system and with massive numbers of illegal immigrants in the country still pouring into the country and a desperate need to reform the immigration process as these people seek amnesty to become U.S. citizens. Now, most Americans are for legal immigration. However, there is a real inherent danger in permitting unrestrained immigration in any country, whether legal or illegal. So let's break down the impact of immigration on a nation. Primarily, immigration policy should be about benefiting the American people as it absorbs refugee seekers. Now, if immigration is to benefit the American people, it must be controlled and our borders enforced. It's like in your home, your walls protect your family from invaders, you have limited capacity and resources, and you closely screen anyone you allow in so as not to endanger your family. And it's the same with our country. We have borders for these purposes. And though America is blessed with copious resources, those resources are not inexhaustible. So you cannot accommodate massive waves of illegal immigrants without adversely affecting your own citizens and the stability and security of your nation. Furthermore, if immigration is to benefit the American people, it must require assimilation. We used to require that immigrants pledge allegiance to this country, become patriotic, assimilate into our country, and adopt our values and learn the English language. Now, none of this requires immigrants to shed or disregard their own culture to the contrary. This country is about freedom and independence for you to live your life the way you see fit. But assimilation ensures solidarity, that there is a common bond between all Americans, which makes us one united people with the love for this country, its constitution, its laws, its values, and its freedoms, which makes this country great, and with the willingness to defend it at all costs. But our politicians have been lax in demanding such assimilation, which is necessary to make a diverse group of people one, a move which has backfired and our country is becoming more fragmented with immigrants often retreating into their own cultures and tribes and many with no real allegiance to this country. And this grows worse as the left divides the country along skin color 
and racial lines. So this is where we find ourselves today, in a place where both parties have failed the American people and their policies are still destroying the country today. And like it or not, there was one person who wasn't a politician who worked on fixing these bad policies, including fixing the immigration system and returning the country to American values and policies that benefit the American people. And that person was President Trump, who called for the American First Agenda, which is not nativist nor selfish, as many on the left claim. Instead, it is about restoring the health and wealth of America, which is in the process of being depleted by many of these adverse policies, including endless illegal immigration, which does adversely impact all of us as it operates to compete with minorities for jobs and lowering wages and putting a heavy burden on our educational, health, and tax systems, all while creating an untaxed underground economy because they send the bulk of their money back to their own countries. And as our government established bloated programs to take care of illegals, Americans have less access to assistance. Now, the American people want to help these immigrants but not to the extent of their own or the country's detriment. And to better help them, we must correct all of these bad policies, which have virtually bankrupted and almost destabilized our country. And that is what the America First policies do, including Trump's immigration policies, where he built and enforced the border wall and allowed people to apply for asylum in their own country or in Mexico. And he ended policies like catch and release, which allowed illegals to enter the country and settle anywhere with no known whereabouts to the government. And to date, it's reported that 61,000 illegals have entered the country during Biden's first three months versus 47 immigrants coming in during Trump's last three months. A stark contrast, which is long-reaching and long-lasting, ramifications on all of us. Now you will hear Democrats claim that their open borders immigration policies are moral, compassionate, and humane. But there is no justification for unbridled illegal immigration. And there is nothing compassionate nor humane about these policies. We've just explained how they adversely affect all Americans. And it is never compassionate nor humane to harm one group while you're supposedly helping another group of people especially when the group you're penalizing is your own citizens. Additionally, illegal immigration is a slap in the face to those who come here legally, go through the legal processing channels, and wait in line for citizenship. Moreover, illegal immigration also negatively affects the immigrants because you put traffickers and drug cartel in charge of the borders and then invite young children to leave their parents and homes to be exploited by them. And the cartel allows whosoever they will to enter our country, charging immigrants thousands of dollars and pouring drugs into our country, which will harm more U.S. citizens. Meanwhile, you are robbing these countries of their youth and talent and causing upheaval and instability in other countries due to the travels of caravans of migrants. And though some of these are families, the majority of these are reported to be single males, many not vetted because the system is so overwhelmed. Therefore, criminals are ending up in neighborhoods 
and they've already arrived and made communities and border states unsafe. Not to mention, this administration is senselessly putting our own ICE, Border Patrol, and local authorities at risk during COVID and ignoring their pleas for help and creating a national security nightmare. What they are doing is not moral, but immoral and inhumane, and it is not in America's best interest. In fact, this administration's created crisis and blatant in-your-face policy of open borders which cripples America has another angle besides trying to guarantee Democrats a one-party rule. These people are pro-illegal immigration because many of them are also globalists whose agenda is to destabilize America so that she's no longer exceptional and the world leader and no longer empowered to act unilaterally, but instead has to acquiesce to global organizations headed by figureheads who do the bidding of the elites in this world, like the World Health Organization, Paris Climate Accord, NATO, World Trade Organization, Interpol, and others, most of which are relatively ineffective and favor China over America, yet they primarily rely on funding from America. That is why President Trump curtailed our involvement in many of these international organizations. But many of our politicians are willing to usher in this global rule, even if it means destabilizing and destroying America from within just like they're trying to do in countries like Germany, France, the Netherlands, England, Italy, Sweden, where they cause serious flooding of Europe with refugees and immigrants, some of whom are creating a very uncomfortable culture of crime in these countries today. But God designed America to be exceptional and the leader of the free world and not in league with globalists, making us world citizens under their jurisdiction because we can either have America first, or America last, or America not at all. But when we get it right in America, we are positioned to give strong support to all who need our help. So let's talk solutions to this immigration problem. America is a generous country, and most people are very sympathetic to the plight of those fleeing horrid conditions like corrupt leadership, poverty, violence, or lack of opportunities, and those countries which are communistic and socialistic, which ironically is what Democrats and progressives are trying to turn America into. So the hardships of these people cannot be understated, and we do need to extend some type of help and not ignore them. But the solution is not uncontrolled illegal immigration into America, which makes our stability as a nation tenuous. And though our country can provide some aid, it's not the role of our government to assume responsibility for all peoples and invite every refugee into the country. It's logistically impossible to accommodate such efforts, and our first obligation is to primarily assume responsibility for our own citizens, just as you would assume responsibility first for your family, and then if you could help others, you do so discriminately. Therefore, the first solution is to require these people to come in legally, which has always been our policy. Then we need to make sure that we control our borders, not allowing illegal crossings, which is disruptive to the country. Next, our government needs to recognize that these countries require major political and financial transformations, which means that responsibility has to fall primarily on the citizens of those countries. 
I read recently that the Hungarian government, where elites are also pushing mass immigration, said that such policies should not be encouraged but stopped, and that if we are to seriously help people, we need to treat and eliminate root causes so people can live in peace in their own country. Incidentally, this is also God's view. God desires that people are provided for and able to find opportunities, safety, and freedom in their own land because no government can fully take care of them all but their own. Now, no, it's not an easy task, but it is a worthwhile task. And our government should offer financial assistance, but hold corrupt leadership accountable for improving the standard of living for their constituents or those appropriated funds be forfeited. Moreover, our government should also encourage these countries to model their politics and economics at the prosperous countries in Latin America, such as Costa Rica and Panama. And they should partner with and subsidize the church who is already engaged in humanitarian relief in these countries. These are a few practical solutions because the bottom line is we want people to come here and escape oppression, but it must be done legitimately, lest we risk destroying this country in the process. And if America falls, so does the world, because it is the last beacon of hope and freedom for every nation. Finally, what is God's view about immigration? First, we already stated that God is pro being planted and finding safety in one's own country. Next, God is pro-obeying the law. We are a nation of laws and our government must uphold our laws and require immigrants to come legally to gain entry and citizenship into our country. And I know some people claim that when Christ's family fled to Egypt, he was an illegal refugee, but that's incorrect because Egypt at that time was part of the Roman Empire and not a sovereign country. So Christ legally fled from one part of the Roman Empire to another part. Next, we need to know that God is pro-defending and protecting one's borders. Borders are an ancient biblical concept, and God established borders around Israel, Israel and put watchmen on the walls for extra protection. And when Israel's walls were destroyed by the Babylonians, the first thing they did when they returned was to rebuild the walls because borders provide protection and a defense to preserve a nation's people, their welfare, and their way of life. Let me conclude by saying it is disastrous, preposterous, and curious for our government to sabotage its own borders, have a border and not protect it, and open up its borders to massive illegals, and for our government to operate as a proxy government for its own interests. These are policies that are completely dismissive of the American people whom our government represents. Instead, our government needs to rechart its course away from its own self-interest and pursue the interests of the American people whom it serves. For it is good governance to secure our borders and preserve this country and its values and freedoms for all of us, our progeny, and the immigrants who come here. So for he who has ears to hear, hear what the Lord says. God is a compassionate God who cares deeply for us all. 
And he requires us to do what is in our power to help our neighbors without bringing harmful consequences to others. And God expects all governments to execute their duties judiciously, taking care of their citizens. So we pray, Lord, for judicious leadership in this country and worldwide. To quote Emma Lazarus from the poem on the Statue of Liberty, Bringing your poor, your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free is not an open invitation to come illegally, but an open invitation to come legally into America, this land of opportunity that God has blessed. For only God can bless our nation. Psalm 33, 12 says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Psalm 127, 1 says, Except the Lord builds the house or watches over the city, we are laboring in vain. So we pray, Lord, that you watch over this nation and you build it up and continue to allow America to be exceptional and blessed by God to help all those in need. And when we seek your righteousness, Jesus, then true justice will reign on the earth. Amen. Thank you, Lord.